Wales 20, England 9. Does that scoreline reflect the game or does it flatter Wales? Let's get into it and find out. So in this one I'm going to quickly chat about the game and then look at each position group and see how they got on. So at risk of sounding like a cliche, this definitely was a game of two halves. England certainly started the best. Their first 10-15 minutes I don't think Wales touched the ball and England were definitely in the ascendancy. Wales' tackling was fairly good though it was quite passive they were struggling to get off the line the line speed wasn't great they weren't seeming to slow a lot of England's ball down and they were absorbing a lot of the tackles absorbing a lot of the pressure lucky for them England decided they were all going to have two left hands and couldn't seem to catch the ball very often and this let Wales off uh, quite a few times especially in that first half then Wales managed to get a little bit of ball. Costello looked quite comfortable with the ball in his hand, looked a threat running and was managing to bring players into play. Unfortunately for him, Wales spent most of their time defending in that first half, so he didn't get a lot of chance for front football. But there was sparks and he did show that he's got that ability and that little bit of uh, danger when he has the ball in his hands, which is something to look forward to, I think, in the future. So Wales went in uh, three points down, England getting a lot of scrum penalties, which I think Wales would be disappointed at. A lot of people were looking at Azarati and Domachowski as a potentially really strong uh, scrummaging pair. We've seen him scrummage well for Cardiff all season, so we were looking at that. Although I'm not a big fan of Ryan Elias, I think him going off um, really upset them a bit because the first scrum was pretty solid in fairness. And then Elliot D came on, he seemed to struggle with the, the scrum and we got penalised a few times. And then going into half time, whatever was said in the change rooms uh, seemed to work. Wales came out, looked a lot more positive, managed to get a lot more ball. And I think the players who came off the bench really made a big impact. The two front rowers, uh, Plumtree, he looked good around the park. He was managing to slow the ball down a bit, which uh, helped Wales. The first try for Wales was a really good one. You have to say the crossfield kick from Costello was a alright kick. wasn't great, but Wainwright did a really good job. Collected, didn't have a lot of space. Danny Kay flew up on him straight away. And he managed to bump him off, get his hands through the tackle, offload to Jack Morgan who um, I thought he butchered the opportunity to give it to George North, because I think George North might have made, made it in, but instead he went on a great run. He looked like a centre, weaving in and out, tying the defenders up, and then put Gareth Davis in. And uh, how many times have we seen Gareth Davis just run that inside line? I think he scored 16 international tries now. Uh, he had a really good game, but that was a, a great try, well finished, well created. The second try then was when Dan Bigger came on, he put a nice little kick through behind uh, Max Malins. Uh, Zamet managed to use his pace to get through. He's got a little toe to it to beat the fullback. And then the ball popped up to half penny. I thought he was going to cap his uh, 100th cap with a try. Didn't sit up enough for him. Uh, but then Wales stayed patient. A good uh, patient build up. And eventually. The numbers told uh, England's defence was all over the place and George North, you're never going to stop him from that close out one-on-one, uh, -on -one, little step inside and a nice easy dab down for the big man who I thought had a really good game. Mason Grady then almost going in in the corner with a pick and go. He actually had to come on at second row, which is crazy but didn't necessarily look out of place. He's a big guy. And also the Lewis Reese-Samit, it was a good bit of play in the back in the backs. The scrum was really strong, gave us a good platform. Got out to Zamet, chipped it over the top, probably overcooked it, but his pace is so much that he managed to actually beat Stewart to the ball. The ball just bounced up. And uh, yeah, it looked like a try. 
TMO Neville actually awarded it, but Nick Berry was watching on the big screen. He wasn't happy. They had another look at it, and I think it was millimeters, but it was a knock-on for my eyes. Um, and then they overturned it, and I think that was the correct decision. Uh, Zamet was a bit disappointed because uh, it was a really good effort, and it would have been a great try, but there we are, not to be, but still a good result. Really going to give us confidence going into the next two games, which is going to be hard. I think England are really going to put out a strong side now next week, and um, they're really going to want to get that one back going into the World Cup. So anyway, let's have a quick run over the position groups. Elias obviously went off straight away, so um, Elliot D was okay around the park. His line-out was good, but the uh, scrum time was a little bit of an issue. It was better when Nicky Smith and Henry Thomas came on. I'd like to definitely see them start the next game. They won a few penalties in the second half, so that was uh, that was good. Domachowski and Azarati, as I said, will be a bit disappointed. They did win a penalty before they went off, um, so at least it gives them a bit of confidence. But they'll be disappointed. They were good around the park, but scrum time is where they earn their money. And um, yeah, a little bit disappointed, unfortunately. But young and plenty of time to develop. Second rows were good. Uh, will Rowlands actually looked really good. He looked like he'd been just playing the whole season. Hadn't looked like he'd been injured for nine months. He was uh, had a few strong carries, some good clean-outs. Uh, like I said, the line-out was good. Dav Jenkins was good. He went off injured, but I saw a picture on Instagram of him after the game, um, and he looked pretty happy, so I don't think that was anything too serious. Ben Carter was good when he came on, made an impact, uh, was busy around the park, so that's good to see a bit of depth coming now. The back row um, struggled a bit in the first half, I think Chinza really struggled generally in the game. He's athletic and he definitely gets around the park, but um, I was listening to, I think it was the Attacking Scrum podcast before the game, and they were saying about they weren't sure as him as a natural six of just doing the, like, the dirty work like a, someone like a Lydiot would do, and I have, have to say I might agree with him on, on that game's performance, but I think we certainly need to giving him a run in the team he's got all the potential to be a really good player big guy athletic um, we just need to find him his best position I think Jack Morgan at captain had a really solid game he was obviously man of the match I think this was more uh, work but like performance from him at seven struggle to slow the ball down a bit in the first half but really put in some big hits he put a big hit in, in the second half on uh, the number seven don't know who england's number seven was sorry sorry but some really good defensive hits he was all over the place and um yeah really good performance from him he'll be happy gatland will be happy obviously he had the break and he had a big part to do in the first try so just an all-round good performance not especially flashy like we've seen before for Wales and for the Ospreys but just really solid all over the park which is great to see for uh, for Jack Morgan. Wainwright too was was great I thought um, he could have easily been man of the match I think that was a really good performance for him and an important one for him and for Wales. We obviously know Falatau is in doubt. Apparently, he's going to be fit for the World Cup, which we hope. But Wainwright's really played himself into contention, I think. It'll be interesting to see if he Gatlin plays him at eight again next week or in the South Africa game. 
and I also was really impressed with uh, Plumtree when he came on. I thought he made a real impact, was really busy around the park, managed to slow a lot of England's ball down, had a really good steal at the breakdown, had a steal at line-out, and was solid on our ball in the line-out as well. We know he's got a bit of versatility, but I think um, it'll be really interesting to see him at six, because he might be an answer for us at six that typical six slash second row type uh, player, I think he'd be very useful in the squad, but I was really impressed with him. I'd like to see a bit more of him. And of course, an honourable mention to Mason Grady, who had to step in at second row due to Dab Jenkins's injury. Obviously not his natural position, but he showed little bursts of his uh, just pure athleticism, strength and speed. He made a couple of good carries, uh, nice little pick and go that he almost scored from and uh, yeah well done to him just stepping in only his second or third game for Wales so yeah he, uh, you know he did all right onto the backs Gareth Davis was really good I think solid he was trying to get the line speed going particularly in that first half when Wales were struggling to get off the line and because uh, they were struggling to slow England's ball down but he did really good. Obviously, his try, which is, like we were saying, vintage Gareth Davis just running that inside line, looking uh, for the little scraps on off the break. And, uh, yeah, good try. Good performance all around for Gareth Davis. When Thomas Williams come on, I think he came on at a good time when Wales sort of got a bit of momentum and he had a lot more space to play with. He's got some great little hands. Um, well, little hands. He's got some great hands. <laughs> and uh, he had a few nice offloads put some players into space and uh, he did force one or two which could have caused Wales a uh, bit of issues but I, I guess that's what you get um, if he's going to be throwing those those offloads sometimes they come off sometimes they don't Costello will he was a he had a good good solid game I think he'll probably be disappointed with is Two drops under the high ball, obviously is not his forte. England targeted him in the backfield a little bit. Um, but I think once Wales had the ball, I thought he was good with the ball in his hands. His kicking out of hand wasn't his best, and that's been, I guess, a little bit of a criticism for, for, for him. But I think he generally had a solid game. I would have liked to have seen him have a little bit more time. Um, but when Bigger came on, he just showed the experience, the calmness, and just just helped to turn the screw just as Wales were turning the momentum. So, um, yeah, Bigger will be happy. Obviously, we know what he can do. Um, he'll be happy with his performance when he came on. But, yeah, Costello did all right. His, his, his defence is really good for, for such a little guy. He always seems to bring players down, which I, I, I love that about him. The two centres hadn't played together before and it definitely looked that way, no offence. Unfortunately, Wales spent a lot of their time defending. Um, George North was really good in defence. Again, he's really developed into a really, really good uh, defensive 13. Seems to read the game really well, make some really good tackles, um, made a couple of good... I think they were one or two try savers. He had that interception... Uh, which he ran into touch off uh, Fokker de Zinger, I believe it was, right in the corner. But just good all round, obviously, guys try. Llewellyn was really quiet. We didn't see a lot of him managing to get some ball going forward, which is what we really wanted to see. But, you know, he was pretty solid. Didn't really make any 
glaring mistakes. Had a full 80, so it'll be good for his development. Good uh, for Gatlin to to see him. And um, yeah, he was he was okay, and without sort of managing to get an awful lot of ball. The two wingers, we know what they're capable of. Uh, Zamit was was really good when he had the little opportunities that he did. Obviously, almost scored that that try from nothing at one or two sort of half breaks which he didn't manage to get away but he just always looks so dangerous whenever we get the ball in his hands I think um, as I said in a previous video I think we need to get him as much ball in hand as possible Dyer was this probably wasn't one of his better games for Wales he's been really impressive for me for for Wales when he's played and for the Dragons but this one didn't really get an awful lot of ball he's really really quick and elusively strong but um, I think his tackling let him down a little bit. He fell off a couple of tackles, unfortunately. But, you know, good enough performance. Didn't get much ball. Was just doing a lot of defensive work. But um, made a couple of good tackles. And then Halfpenny, obviously, it was his 100th, 100th cap. And he was, you know, pretty solid like he always is. No, no mistakes. Kicked all his kicks, which you need. Um, and I think... He just adds that level of calm to just the. I think the whole team. He's just so calm and composed. Nothing seems to phase him. A couple of really good try saving tackles, probably as well. Um, yeah, so I think Gatlin just seems to love him. With Liam Williams, seeming like he's going downhill more and more every time he plays. Um, I think Halfpenny could be in pole position for that uh, fullback position. I said in my previous video that uh, I would like to see Zamet there. I still would like to see Zamet there, even if they give him like some just time at the end of the game, maybe 20 minutes, but I think Halfpenny is going to be probably or possibly the fullback going forward for the next few games, especially if I was picking the team to, for the first game of the World Cup, I would, I would probably go with Halfpenny. But yeah, overall, a great result for Wales. A much-needed confidence booster. A few players may or may not have played themselves in or out of contention. If there's anyone you think has played themselves in or out of contention, please let me know in the comments. We can have a nice, friendly debate or discussion about it. But that's all from me. Thanks for watching. Subscribe, and I'll see you on the next one.